Okay. Thank God for our reading of the Word of God. Sino sa inyo nag-enjoy sa lahat ng ating binabasa na salita ng Panginoon? God is revealing to us who He is. God is continually growing us in our walk with Him. And God is using His Word to continue to help us as we have started right and as we will continue to finish well in this race of faith. Okay, so continue reading with us yung ating uh, binabasa na hindi chronological but uh, life uh, journal, okay, by Cordero. In, nasan yung aking ano, pasensya na po kayo ha, okay. In this reading, we take it from the book of Acts, ito po ay reading nung Wednesday. Wow. We're working, pero kanaglak. Okay. We're reading the book of Luke, one of the four gospels. Alam na natin yung gospels, right? Matthew, Mark, Luke and John and it's called obviously the gospel of Luke kasi ang sumulat po ay walang iba kung hindi si Luke it's the longest most comprehensive and precise account of Christ's ancestry his birth and his development from child to his public ministry in fact it's the most detailed account of the life of Christ and Luke is not just the author of the book of Luke. He's also the author of the book of Acts. In fact, para po magkaroon ng meaning ang ating pagbabasa ng salita ng Panginoon, let's also connect Luke and Acts. Because scholars always refer to these two books as Luke-Acts. Okay? Connected po yon. And Luke is a Gentile physician which makes him the only Gentile author of any book in the New Testament. But he's also a friend and a traveling companion of Paul. And it was through his association time with Paul that made him, gave him the information together with being around the disciples because he's not an original disciple and that was the reason why he was able to compile that whole gospel and to account for the Acts of the Apostles in Acts. Okay. Luke presents Christ as the perfect man, son of God, perfect man, who was able to come and to seek and to save imperfect and sinful men like you and me. How did Christ seek and save sinful men? It was through his life of service. Through his life of service, he served the purpose and the will of God while he was on earth. He served by ministering to the sickness, to the oppression, to the uh, Satan. Okay, possession. Okay, the demonic possession amongst people. And being the son of God, 
He became the perfect son of man so that he could serve the lost and even the chosen people of God. And so we're really looking at a quality that we all need as we pursue this race of faith, as we continue to look at ending well and finishing the race. And what quality is that? It's the quality of greatness. It's the quality of greatness through service like Jesus did. I remember a story I read about Muhammad Ali. Kilala niyo si Muhammad Ali? Okay. Cassius Clay used to be. And he often bragged. He often bragged and declared, ano yung kanyang famous na quote? I am the greatest. Okay. And then one time, siya po ay uh, kinakailangan lumap, lumipad from one place to another. As he entered and took his seat in that flight, the stewardess reminded him, and all the passengers, the stewardess said, please fasten your seat belts. And here's the greatest fighter of all. Nagreak siya. Sabi niya, Superman need no seat belt. Ay, sumagot naman yung ating wise na stewardess. Sabi niya, Superman need no plane either. So, please fasten your seatbelt. Now, alam po natin na yung bragadocious, audacious, kayabangan na reaction ay hindi po tugma sa isang mananampalataya. It's not part of a Christian virtue. Kaya sabihin mo muna sa yung katabi, wala tayong karapatang magmayabang. Rather, humility, selflessness are to mark your life and my life. Sabihin mo sa yung katabi, we are not the greatest. But Jesus comes and corrects the disciples in what we will read today so that we will really understand what greatness is all about, what serving is all about. And so I've entitled our message this morning, who is the greatest? In the eyes of God, what is greatness? And then primarily, how can we become great according to the definition of our master, savior, the one who called us to serve him? So, babasahin po natin ang Luke 22, 24 to 30. Luke 22, 24 to 30. Tayo po ay by the way, paminsan-minsan na lang po ako mag-pre-preach because we're preparing our young preachers and pastors. Kaya alam ko na you'll excuse me kung mag- magsasalita po ako ng one hour and a half. Okay. Basahin po natin ang salita ng Panginoon, New King James Version, and then we will learn from His Word. Let's read it. And there was also a dispute among them as to which of them should be considered the greatest. And he said to them, the kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those who exercise authority over them are called benefactors, but not so among you. On the contrary, he who is greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and he who governs as he who serves. For who is greater? He who sits at the table or he who serves? Is it not he who sits at the table? Yet I am among you as the one who serves. 
but you are those who have continued with me in my trials, and I bestow upon you a kingdom just as my Father bestowed one upon me, and that you may eat and drink of my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. God bless the reading of His Word. Let's bow our heads as we pray this morning. Open our hearts and minds. Lord, clarify wrong thinking and even change of heart for each one of us so that even as we hear your word, we will be willing to obey. We will surrender to you once again our whole lives, our whole serving you, our getting to know you more and more. And then, Lord, thank you that we have this privilege, opportunity, and blessing to learn more from your word through your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We may now be seated. Okay. So this passage is narrating an incident of the disciples disputing. The word is disputing, arguing. And we can even uh, connect that with quarreling. As who is the greatest? Ang problema, maring timing. Because they were arguing, they were quarreling on the eve that Jesus was going to suffer and die at the cross of Calvary. But this is not just the first time that they have argued about this issue, okay? Three times the Bible accounts for it. They were walking one time in Mark 9 and Matthew 18 and Luke 9, 48. They were walking with Jesus to minister somewhere and then... Jesus was ahead of them. Behind Jesus, they were arguing. Same thing. Who's the greatest? And then Jesus heard that, sits them down, takes a child, and then ang sabi ng Panginoon, the greatest is like a small child. If anyone wants to be the first, he must be the very last and servant of all. Mark 9.35 At ang kanyang sinabi, for he who is the least among you, he is the greatest. So, baligtad ng kanilang inaakala at pinag-aawayan. Once again, I think this is in Mark 10, 35, 45, the mother of, Mary, the mother of uh, John and James approaches Jesus and said, Lord, kung ikaw ay upo sa iyong trono, maaari ba na magkabila iuupo mo si John and James? Narinig ng mga disciples, lalo nagalit. Because who are they? Right? And this went on. It seems like ni hindi sila matuto kung ano talaga ang nais ng Panginoon na kanilang matutunan. And then Jesus comes back, answers them. Again, let's read Jesus' answer. They were asking, who's the greatest? Jesus' answer was this. Let's read it. And He said to them, Kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those who exercise authority over them are called benefactors, but not so among you. On the contrary, he wants to be the greatest among you. Let him be the youngest, and he who governs as he who serves. Tapos ang sabi ng Panginoon, punchline. Not only should you be the youngest to serve, not only should you be the least to serve, pero ang sabi niya, for who is greater? He who sits on the table, pinagsisilbihan, or he who serves? Yung tao na kaupo. And then Jesus says, parang dagok sa kanila, 
Yet, I am one who came to serve. At parang he was short of saying, Hello. <laughs> Buksan yung inyong mga mata. Mali ang inyong inaakala at pagintindi kung ano ang kalakihan at kung ano talaga ang pananilbihan. Sa NLT, mas maliwanag, Jesus told them, In this world, the kings and great men lord it over their people. Yet they are called friends of people, but among you it will be different. Those who are greatest among you should take the lowest rank, the least. And any leader among you should be a servant leader. Lead by example. And then Jesus said, who is more important, the one who sits at the table or the one who serves? The one who sits at the table, of course. No, wrong, sabi ng Panginoon. That's the world standard. Papalitan natin yon. In the kingdom of God, I am calling you, I am training you just to be like me, one who will serve the people. And so, dito po maiku-conclude natin, isa lang ang ibig sabihin ng Panginoon. And that is the greatest in God's kingdom, not in the world, is or are those who humbly serve. Actually, double Edged yun eh. You become humble and then you serve, ang sabi ng Panginoon. And so, therefore, greatness really is about servanthood. And I'd like to propose two lessons so that we can learn greatness. We can learn right serving. We can learn what it is really to please God through our lives. Number one, Let's understand that the greatest enemy of greatness and service is self. But let's correct our wrong perception because we need to have Jesus as the greatest example of what servanthood is all about. Kaya pag-usapan po natin yung dalawang yon. Una, the greatest enemy of servanthood is self. Dito sa ating tinatalakay, basahin natin yung verse of scripture na sinabi ng Panginoon what why okay why the greatest enemy of servanthood is self. Let's read it. There was also a dispute among them as to which of them should be considered the greatest. Nakikita po ba natin ang nangyayari rito? Ang nangyayari rito is inuuna yung self. There was a dispute. They were quarreling with the others because they wanted to become or the one to be called, I am the greatest. Para pong si Ali. <laughs> Sabihin mo sa yung katabi, alisin mo yung Ali syndrome sa atin. <laughs> Take it out. Because self is often the reason why we have quarrels and misunderstanding. Self is the reason why a lot of times we tend to look down on people and then it hinders us from really serving others. James 4.1 said, basahin natin, what is the source of quarrels and conflicts among you? Is it not the source of your pleasures that wage war in your members? When we think of self, when we have our desire, when we have our motive, when we want something for ourselves, then it causes quarrels, misunderstanding, and even the wrong spirit in us. Ang sabi ng Panginoon, give it up. Hindi yan 
ang mahalaga, hindi self. In fact, pinalitan ng Panginoon yon, di ba? Anong kanyang sinabi sa Luke 9.23? Let's read it. If anyone wishes to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. See, it's not as easy as determining, deciding, and saying, I'll not be selfish today. It will not carry over tomorrow. Ang sabi ng Panginoon, daily. It's a daily decision. The moment we wake up, we reflect. Saan kaya ako nagkulang kahapon? O yung situation na ito sa work? O yung aking relationship dun sa aking mahal sa buhay? O sa aking kapatid? Kung nagkulang ako rito, I have to determine to correct myself and not insist on self and just deny myself as the Lord Jesus wants me to. Ano bang problema natin patungkol sa self? Sabihin mo sa yung katabi, huwag kang tuloy-tuloy na nagsa-selfie. <laughs> Di ba? Kuminsan may problema kahit sa selfie. Eh. Anong problema sa selfie? Titignan mo, ay, ayaw ko. Uulitin. <laughs> Pag uh, maganda ka, hindi mo naman papansinin yung mga kasama mo sa groofy. Eh, di ba? Okay na to. Sige. See, the problem with self in our serving is because pride comes into the heart. Pag tayo po ay proud and this was what was happening in the dispute of the men disciples they were disputing ako <laughs> nawawala na yung tinuro ng Panginoon for three and a half years and we forget that when we are proud and selfish magkatugmayon connected pride and selfishness are related they are the most common and troubling reasons of the problems we face. Actually, relationally, kung selfish ako, hindi ko papansinin yung pangangailangan ng aking asawa. Ang magiging tendency is, glow, serve me. Glow, yung tubig ko. Di ba? Glow, yung, uh, yung, plinansya mo ba yung aking damit? See, that's pride. And it will break the relationship because that's not what it was intended. God intended the relationship to be selfless and loving and understanding. So kaysa ako'y lagi na titignan ko, pastor ako. Kahit sa asawa ko, tawagin mo akong pastor. <laughs> the pride of your position, which you will insist, and then it will just cause understanding with your loved one and with those you are dealing with. Actually, yung pride ni Peter ay nangyari a section after what we have been talking about. Ang sabi niya sa Panginoon, Panginoon, ako, ipagkakanulo kita. Number one disciple eh. Di ba? Hindi ba yun ang sinabi ni, Paul, ay, ni Peter? And then, anong nangyari? Right at the place where the Lord was being cried, the cock crowed, the Bible said, and then, Peter did not just deny the Lord once, but denied the Lord three times. Why? Because he was so proud. And he was insisting that, Panginoon, number one disciple ako. 
Meron po tayong solusyon sa pride. Imbis na we become proud, we have to pour, ang sabi ni Isaac Watts, pour contempt. Do not like pride. Hate pride. Because it will destroy us. Pride either makes us serve with ulterior motives. I will serve because I would want people to notice me. That's pride. Pride will also make us elevate ourselves so that when we have reached a point of position, we will say, ah, eto na ako. And at times, sasabihin natin, eto ay dahil sa hirap ko, sikap ko, I've reached this position. But we become too proud so that we don't humble ourselves so that we will serve. In ministry, if we have reached a certain position, sasabihin natin, ay, mataas masyado yung position ko, kaya hindi ko gagawin yung mga menial jobs. Ay, yung pag-ayos ng upuan, asher yan. Ako, teacher ako. See, that's, that's, that's what happens with pride. Didn't you know that there was a CEO, we read in a book, there was a CEO who would come to church every Sunday. And you know his ministry? He would come in and wipe the chairs to prepare it for worship. Wow. Ano sabi ni Isaac Watts dun sa kanyang, when I survey the wondrous cross, sige, basahin po natin. When I survey the wondrous cross on which the prince of glory died, my richest gain I count but loss and poor contempt on all my pride. Every time we will experience and feel that, hey, our position, let's pour <laughs> contempt on it and say no. Besides, we're in a position, we're in a ministry, we have been promoted. Why? Because God blessed us with it. It's not our own doing. It's not our own abilities. When we understand that God has given us a position, God has given us a ministry, God has given us a blessing, we will be grateful and remain to be humble. Why? Because at any time, it can be taken away from us at a turn of a coin. Kaya ang mahalaga po ay just remain to be humble as we should so that we can please God, we can become a blessing, and then we can serve effectively. Nakakita na ba kayo ng mayabang na waiter? Nakakita na ba kayo nakita? Oh, ano? Mali ang order mo. Anong gagawin mo? Lalayasan mo. But if you've seen a waiter that's humbly serving you and saying, what's your need, sir? Yung pala, hindi mo alam, nagdradrad ng Mercedes yon. I mean, it's not the appearance, okay? Kaya sabihin mo sa iyong katabi, huwag kang tumihin sa panlabas. Neither do we become proud because of where we're at, but we remain humble because of what God has done in our lives. Alam niyo po ba na hindi lamang pride ang siyang sumisira sa atin at sa ating paninilbihan. Ang pangalawa mga kapatid is self makes us compete. Self makes us proud because probably of attainment, because probably of uh, position. But there are times that we get into that rat race. 
that we are exposed to day by day. Let's understand that this is a very competitive world. Let's understand that the society, yung ginagalawan natin, is very competitive. We compete for a position at work. We compete for possessions of the world. We compete for positions of the world. We compete for attractions of the world. As well as we compete for attention of the world. Hindi ba? Yung apat na bagay na yun. Kaya nga tayo nagbibihis at nagpapaganda. Bakit? Gusto nating tayo ang pansinin. <laughs> Gusto nating bagong sapatos at kung yung bagong sapatos ang lakad mo ay parang... <laughs> o di kaya bago yung damit kaya... Pride, competition. At times, ang mali natin, yung competitive spirit na yon dinadala natin sa church. Ay, mas marami sila sa care group. O, tignan mo, baka mas maraming pagkain ron. <laughs> Ay, mas marami sila sa church na yun, no? Baka mas maganda ang services nila. Uh, even amongst us pastors, we're not, you know, exempted. At every conference or at uh, every training sessions, ang tanong ng mga pastor is, what's your attendance on a Sunday morning? Ako naman, sasagot ako, 1.5 million. <laughs> In 320 years. Kasi, <laughs> tingnan nyo yung, yung Jews, they started with 70, di ba? They went to the promised land. After 320 years, they became 1.5 million. Kaya tama rin yung sagot ko, no? 1.5 million in 320 years. Uh, let me remind us, we are not competing against each other. As brothers and sisters in Christ, we are building the kingdom of God. As brothers and sisters in Christ, we are out to serve the needs of the people. And then when he brings us to our workplaces, we are not competing with the world, di ba? We are giving our lives, devoting our time, serving first and foremost God who put us in our workplaces and then serving the needs of the people in the hope that as we serve them with due diligence and joyfully and sincerely, they will come to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus. Kaya mali yung ating pananaw. And this is what really happened. Balikan po natin. Luke 22 reads to us. Let's read it. Now there was also a dispute among them as to which of them should be considered the greatest. Okay. This struck me. Pinag-aaralan ko. Considered is a very important word. In Greek, it's dokeo or doke. Anong ibig sabihin nito? It means, consider means imagine, consider means presume, to sim or sims, consider is regarded. In other words, if you were to connect that with how we consider, it just means that at times, na, tayo po'y natitigil dun sa status, position. It has to do with self-perception. 
and how one desires to be perceived by the others. And so the disciples were disputing because they were perceiving, wrongly presuming that they were the greatest or one of them was the greatest. Ang sabi, ang sabi nila, who is the greatest? Parang kulang lang na siya, sabihin mo ako, ako, ako. Ganun ang presumption niya. I think you should presume and think that I seem to be the best. Tama po? Kaya, kung atin pong pag-aaralan, ang pride and even competition goes back to the wrong perception of who we are. And even wrong serving and wrong answering to the call of God. Okay, may tanong po ako. Hindi po ako, this is not a trick question, okay? But we will just redirect our perception. Sino ang mas mataas? Yun bang stewardess or steward ng Singapore Airlines o yung steward or stewardess ng Cebu Pacific o Scoot? Kasi alam natin na, wow, SQ? SQ yan. Sino? Parang yung SQ, ano? Kasi, ranking number two airlines. So, if you're working with the top airlines, matas ka. Let's correct our perception. Una, pareho silang pag nasa ere, pag lumipad, wala nang pagbabago kasi pareho silang naruroon eh. And then they were called to serve the people. Right? Otherwise, hindi sila magiging steward. Pero pangalawa, kung makikita nila yung kanilang calling, which is to serve the people, they're the same. Kaya mapa-SQ, mapa-UA, ano yung ano, Qatar, anong number one? Emirates, okay? Perception ng tao at sa kanila, mas mataas ako. Wrong perception. Now, let me bring that home. Sinong mas mataas sa paninilbihan sa Panginoon? Pastor ba? O yung usher na kukuha ng mga basura? O yung mga tiga food formation na Sunday after Sunday, galit tayo kasi hindi nila niluluto yung ating gustong lutuin. <laughs> Pero sinong mas mataas doon? Pantay-pantay. And a lot of times when we are serving, we've got the wrong perception. Either we are proud or we are competing, which the Lord says, no, take that off. You're not even to dispute. You're not even to quarrel. Kaya maganda po na magkaroon tayo ng tamang pagkaintindi. And for us to correct that wrong perception, we've got to refocus our eyes. It's not us. It's not what we're doing, but it's who called us and who is our model as we continue to serve and as we continue to do our calling. Kaya, pangalawa, the greatest example of servanthood is none other than the Lord Jesus because we find in Him the right heart. What corrects pride and competition is having the right heart of service. And when we have the right heart, then we will be able to serve and become the greatest as He wants us to. Luke 22, 27. 
Basahin natin. For who is greater, he who sits at the table or he who serves? Is it not he who sits at the table? Again, it's the wrong perception. Ang sabi ng Panginoon, no! Because I am among you who serves those that sit at the table. We see Jesus and hear Jesus putting it the other way around or in another form. Sige, basahin natin ang Matthew 20, 28. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give His life as a ransom for many. Understanding what service, what greatness is all about, what calling is all about, ay nasa salitang dayakoneyo and even dayakonos. Ano bang ibig sabihin ng Panginoon? Sabi niya, I came to serve. Because even with my position, I'd like to attend to the needs of every person that is presented to me. I'd like to wait upon and minister to, even if it's a menial job. Kahit ang, ang gagawin ko ay walang, parang walang kakwenta-kwenta. But I'm the host, I'm the friend, I'm the teacher, I'm the deacon, yet I am the servant. And that's who we are. We have been called first and foremost to be like Jesus. Second, we have been called to have the heart of Jesus so that in anything and in everything that we will be doing, we will be serving right, not out of pride, not out of competition. By the way, this happens about 25 to 29 times in this form, yung diakoneo. Pero kung titignan natin yung serve in all forms, all throughout the Bible, it's emphasized about 561 times. Now notice that if a word is emphasized that much, mahalaga yun. Kaya nga sabi ng Panginoon, wag Huwag kayong tumingin sa inyong abilidad. Huwag kayong tumingin sa inyong posisyon. But look at our hearts so that we can do it right. Do it well. And then we can also be joyful in what we're doing. We find Jesus who is our model, who is the servant of servants. He is the King of kings, Lord of lords. Yet, He came to serve that in the midst of his supremacy, he faithfully has served the purpose of God. Hindi ba mababasa natin una sa Luke 9, yung transfiguration ng Panginoon, when he invited the three inner circle disciples, and then he showed them, this is what glory of the Son of God is all about. In fact, Peter said, Lord, magtayo tayo ng Memorial rito para makita natin yung inyong gloria. But despite that glory, despite being referred to, Colossians says, everything was made through Him. The glory, the majesty, the supremacy of the Son of God. And yet, He lays that all aside and then He said, I'm here to serve. Not position, but the heart of service to fulfill the purpose of God. Kaya mga kapatid, 
Let me encourage you. I don't know how menial your job is at the workplace. I don't know what you're doing. But if you're doing it for the glory and honor of God with a sincere heart, it pleases God. Alam po buhay na nag-driver ako ng taxi, nag-driver ako ng isang supervisor doon sa Voice of America bago ako nagpastor. And I've learned something about how menial a job is and how high of a position you can get. It's all the same. It's a matter of knowing that as you serve your best and with a good heart and sincere heart to bless a need of a person, that's what matters. Kaya sabihin mo siya yung katabi, mahalaga ang yung ginagawa. Mahalaga ang yung tawag na yung fulfill para sa Panginoon. Because there's really one job, one responsibility. And let's understand this. Isa lang naman eh, ang ating ginagawa. Isa lang ang tinawag tayo para gawin. Whether you're a manager, whether you're a teacher, you're a nurse, or you're a house worker, or you're a technician. Ano yon? To serve. As a manager, we serve the company as we lead people into that goal. As a nurse, we take care of the needs of patients. We serve. As a teacher, we serve the children and their parents. Hindi ba? So, hindi po nagbabago-bago o nagkakaiba-iba ang ating ginagawa. Isa lang. And especially in the eyes of God when we're serving Him and His kingdom, isa rin ang ating goal. Wala pong mataas na posisyon. Walang nagbabago. If Jesus, who is the King of Kings, served the purpose of God with humility and to give His life, then that's our main goal in whatever we're doing. We serve our loved ones, hindi ba? Walang mataas o mababa sa ating paninilbihan. Kahit ako po ay tatay ni Dale, mas guwapo kay Dale. Hindi, <laughs> mas guwapo siya. Ganun pa rin. If he needs something, I'm there. And my bukang bibig is, anak, anong kailangan mo? It's serving, di ba? Okay, kaya sabihin mo sa yung katabi, greatness is serving. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God did not consider that to be robbery, to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant, coming in the likeness of man, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Okay. Sabihin mo sa yung katabi, puso. Puso. Pangalawa, we have him as our greatest example because not only though he was supreme, he served, but secondly, through many trials and temptations, Jesus faithfully served. Natatawa si Linda kasi parang nagburburp ba ako? <laughs> I won't call. I think it's the coffee. Through many trials and temptations, Jesus faithfully served. Again, understand that it wasn't easy for Jesus to fulfill 
and to serve the purpose and plan of God. The devil had to come in, but in. Sabihin mo sa yung katabi, pakialamero talaga ang demonyo. Trying to dissuade, stop, derail the purpose and mission of Jesus. Diba? He tempted him thrice. After Jesus came from the desert, he was tempted to convert bread, a stone into bread. He was tempted to jump from the pinnacle of the temple. He was tempted to bow before Satan so that he will be derailed from his serving the purpose of God. And then at the Garden of Gethsemane, ito ang pinakamahirap. It was a situation wherein Jesus was about to because he said, let this cup pass from me. Temptation, difficulty, situations, trials that was trying. And yet he persevered because he had to serve the purpose of God. How many of you know that I think it's easy to serve when everything is going well? Okay, kasi amo mo, maganda ang trabaho, we're serving. Pero pag meron ng kalagayan na, oh, medyo mawawala yung trabaho, hindi sigurado yung ina-applyan, merong problema sa bahay, ano pa? My con- there's conflict within the ministry. There are obstacles, there are hindrances, there are personal things that are happening. It becomes more difficult to serve. It becomes more difficult to go to work and fulfill that purpose because of trials and testings. But we've got to continue to have our eyes focused on the purpose of God, on the will of God, and on what He wants us to do in the workplace, at home, and even in church. Persevere. Because Jesus Himself did that. Si Leo po na aming youngest na bayaw were five pastors na magbibilas and Leo is the youngest he has served 29 years in San Diego. He founded the church. I mean, he was instrumental in founding the church, International Church of Praise. And then the Lord was leading him to take up his further studies, MDiv, in Florida. So it would call for him to have to give up yung kanyang leadership. And then he called on a younger pastor na kanya tinawag to serve with him at one point in the history of the church. And then he had to give up $1,000 of his salary because tight ang budget. And then he was supportive of the ministries of the church. But one thing that he did just blew our minds. Because of the tight budget, he volunteered to once a week clean the church. In other words, yung founding pastor and lead pastor at one point naging janitor ng church. Parang sa aming mag-asa, umalma yung, that's not right. And then I had to speak to the pastor who took over his position and to some of the leaders and I said, anong iniisip nyo? I mean, here's your senior pastor, here's the founding pastor. Pinaglilinis nyo. And then we heard that at one time, pinigilan si Pastor Leo. Sabi, Pastor, wag, wag, ano, kasi nagagalit si Pastor Jerry. Di ba? <laughs> I think they realized that there was something wrong somehow. Yet, Pastor Leo, si Leo, 
kept on doing it. Why? Because in the midst of short budget, in the midst of an obstacle, in the midst of lowering his position, in the midst, it was all for the joy of serving the people of God and fulfilling what his calling is all about. I mean, akala ko leader ang kanyang calling, preaching, hindi pala, serving. <laughs> and that changes everything. Let me encourage you. Kung kayo po ay my situation, my kalagayan ang yung mga masabuhay, things are not working for you even in ministry, don't give up and say, bakasyon ka muna. Yun ang tendency. Rest muna ako. I mean, I'm not judging you, but I'm encouraging you. Because mas mahalaga yung iyong ginagawa at ipinapagawa ng Panginoon kaysa sa nangyayari sa'yo. Because I also firmly believe that God will take care of what you're going through as you persevere and sincerely have that heart of serving God's people. Persevere. Persevere. Let me close with this. In conclusion, ang aking tanong ay ito. What's our motive for serving? Bakit tayo nagsaserve? Kagaya ng aking sinabi, hindi para sa ating sarili. It's not so that people will notice us. I don't think it's even for selfish motive. But what's our motive? If our motive for serving God is because of what He has done for us. And I think He did so much for us. He gave His life. He suffered and died at the cross. He lowered Himself so that you and I will be forgiven of our sins and that so that you and I will be able to answer to that call. And if we will serve Him because of who He is, who has called us, and if we will serve Him because of what He has done, that's sufficient reason for us and motive to serve Him. We're not in the wrong. But secondly, our motive should be because when He gave His life and He humbled Himself, especially at the cross and He rose again, He restored the value of humanity. And if my Creator, my Redeemer, my God values every soul and every person, then I will serve not only because of what He has done and because of who He is, but I will serve because I will also value a soul and a person. And if I have that in mind, then I will do my best. I will serve with a heart fully surrendered to Him for His glory and for His honor. Keep serving Him. Let's bow our heads. Salamat, Panginoon. Salamat, Panginoon. We thank You, Lord, that we see the servant's heart of our Lord Jesus, that we can make him to be our model. And then, Lord, that you are able to take out 
anything that's not of you from our hearts and from our minds and even correct our wrong perception of our serving. Align our hearts, align our lives, align our purposes to your will and to your heart, we pray. So that, Lord, we will continue to serve you in the midst of whatever we're going through and pursue the high calling of the Lord for our lives. Because you said in your word, greatness is really serving and fulfilling your purpose. Thank you, Lord. And every one of us are great in your sight as we continue to surrender to you our hearts and our lives and our service. Bless your people, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We will make a commitment to serve with the best we can, to serve Him in our workplaces, in our homes, in church, people that we don't know as we follow His lead. Let's sing it. Beautiful Lord, yes, Lord, wonderful Savior, I know for sure, all of my days are held in your hand, grafted into your
With every opportunity that you are going to give to me. With every opportunity you are going to give to me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I know that the Lord will fulfill that. Honor it for His glory. Let's receive the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance on you. Use you for His glory. In Jesus' name. Everyone just say amen, amen, amen. Feel free to just greet someone, encourage a brother, sister behind you, beside you. Lord bless you. Have a fruitful week ahead of you. Ah. Uh.